Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, your weekly dose of accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. Here's your host, Mike Jezoshek, CPA. Hello and welcome back. Today's topic is how do I write off a business vehicle? Now, this is one question that we're continuously seeing in both our free Facebook group and our tax minimization program. And it's simply just confusion around business vehicles. So we want to take the time here today to outline the things that you need to know about buying a business vehicle. Now, first off, if you haven't checked out our free Facebook group, go there now, go into Facebook, type in small business tax secrets, answer a few questions, and join the group and start the conversation. If you want to learn more about our tax minimization program, we deep dive into all sorts of tax strategies specific to business owners. Go to our website, taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. Now, what we're going to be going through today is a series of decisions that you're going to need to make when deducting a vehicle in your business. Now, the first thing that we want to talk about before we get into anything is that you need to make sure you have full documentation of the business use of a vehicle. You simply cannot just put a business logo on a vehicle and think that that's enough to make that vehicle a full business deduction. So just make sure you're putting the proof in. Make sure you're putting the support to back up the business use of that vehicle. To keep a record of the mileage, what are these trips that you're going on? How are they business related? How is this business being used? Or how is this vehicle being used for business? Now, if this is a work truck or something like that, that that was pretty obvious. We still want to track that, but that one comes pretty obvious. Where there gets to be a fuzzy line that we just want to make sure we have documentation is when we have a vehicle that could be used for personal use. It's not a work truck. It's a you know a, a vehicle that could easily be used for personal use. We want to make sure that we have all the full support to back that up. So I want to start with that by just saying, if you're going to have a business vehicle, make sure you record your mileage, track it, do all that extra work, legwork you need to do to be able to prove the business portion or the business use of that vehicle. Now, the first question that comes up when we start this vehicle conversation is, should I buy or lease a vehicle? And that's the question I want to knock out first, but I will also say that it's really not something that we can advise on in a podcast episode like this, because everyone's situation is going to be different. However, what I can do is go through some questions that we go through with people in our Facebook group, clients of ours, people in our tax minimization program, go through some questions that will hopefully guide you in the right direction to make a decision on what makes the most sense for your specific situation. So some of those questions that we talk about are, how often do you expect to drive the vehicle? With a lease, they typically have mileage limits. You can only go you know, certain amount of miles per year th- over the course of the lease. So if you're going to be driving a lot of miles, a lease might not even be an option for you. But if this is just going to be a, a nice vehicle that you use for high-end business meetings and you're going to have low mileage, a lease might be a perfect option for you. So the first thing we want to determine is how often do you expect to drive the vehicle? And that might lean you towards a purchase or lean you towards a lease, depending on where that comes in. Next question we always ask is how often or how long do you plan to keep that vehicle? How often do you want to get a new vehicle? If you always want a new vehicle every three years or something like that, a lease is going to be a great option. You're never locked into that vehicle. You do a two-year lease, three-year lease, whatever it might be, and then you move on to a new vehicle. 
So how many years do you plan on keeping the vehicle? And finally, the question we ask is how much do you want your monthly payments to be? Lease payments are generally going to be less than a loan. But one thing you want to keep in mind is you also don't own the vehicle. You're just renting it or leasing that vehicle. So how much do you want your monthly payment to be? Those are the three questions that we often tell business owners to think about when determining, should I purchase a vehicle or should I lease one? How often do you expect to drive the vehicle? How many years do you plan on keeping the vehicle? And how much do you want your monthly payments to be? Now, when we talk about being a vehicle, this is probably the first thing you need to figure out. And hopefully those questions can kind of guide you along to start making that decision. Once you've made that decision, the next biggest piece of question that comes to us is, should I put a vehicle in my personal name or my business's name? And this really just comes down to how much of the vehicle is business use versus personal use. And to do that, we look at this idea of a business use percentage, often called a BUP. And a business use percentage is just saying how much of that vehicle, the total usage of that vehicle is business related. So to determine this, we take business miles, divide them by total miles. So let's let's use a quick example. Let's say you use your vehicle for a total of 15,000 miles throughout the year. And let's just say that your business miles were 12,000 of that. So 12,000 business, total miles were 15. To find out your business use percentage, we just take 12,000 divided by 15,000. Your business miles divided by your total miles gives you a business use percentage of 80%. So the first thing we kind of want to determine is how often are we going to be, what are we going to be using for the business use versus personal? If the vehicle is going to be used mostly for business, and typically say greater than 50% for business, then generally we would say, put it in the business name. Now, if you end up having any personal use of a vehicle that is in your business name, you're going to need to add that income to you as an employee in your W-2 or as an owner's draw from your business. So let's say you put that vehicle that was 80% business, 20% personal. Let's say you put that in the business name. You can take all the deductions in the business, but then 20% of those costs, you're going to need to add to yourself as W-2 if you're an employee or, or your owner's draw somewhere in there add that back as income to you because you cannot take that personal use as a deduction. So you're adding it back. Now, the IRS does allow what they call lease value rule. And so if you're interested, if you have a car that's in the business name, that's a business and personal mix, look this up. It's called a lease value rule. And it helps you determine the value of an automobile by using its annual lease value. And so if you have that, say, 20% that's personal use, you can use this rule to help determine how much you need to reimburse yourself or how much you need to add to your income. That's key. How much you need to add to your income for the personal use of a business vehicle. So again, if the vehicle is going to be used mostly for business, more than 50%, we would generally say, put it in the business name. If the vehicle is going to be used mostly for personal, greater than 50% for personal, then we would typically recommend putting it in your personal name. Now you can still get a deduction for it. If you're an S or a C corporation, you're simply going to use an accountable plan to reimburse yourself for the business use of the vehicle. If you're a sole proprietor or a single member LLC, you would include the business use on your Schedule C filing. So you're still going to get a deduction for it. If you have a vehicle in your personal name, you can still get a business deduction for it. You just need to go through a few hoops. If you're, again, sole proprietorship, single member LLC, you're just going to include that on your Schedule C. If you're an S or C corporation, you're going to utilize an accountable plan 
to reimburse yourself for the business use of the vehicle that you own personally. Again, an accountable plan allows you to take a business deduction and that's no income to you when you receive it. If you want to learn more about accountable plans, we have a whole podcast episode and blog on those. In the show notes here, we're going to have a link to this article, which will have a link to the accountable plan item where you can learn more about the accountable plan. An accountable plan is something that everybody should be utilizing in some sort or another if you're S or C Corp. Now, if you are an S or a C corporation, the vehicle must be in your business name. And if it's not, again, you're going to want to use the accountable plan to reimburse yourself for the business use to still get that business deduction for that business use. All right. So we're talking about business deductions, but how do you write off a business vehicle? Now, there's two main ways to get a business deduction for the business use of a vehicle, and that's mileage or actual. So the mileage method or the actual method. The mileage deduction is really straightforward. You get a specific tax deduction per mile driven. So for 2022, the mileage rates are, in 2022 is a little weird. They broke up the mileage rate into two parts. So January through June is 58 and a half cents per mile. July through December is 62 and a half cents per mile. So with this method, you simply take business miles multiply it by the mileage rate, and that's your deduction you get. So if you have a 1,000 business miles from January through June of 2022, you're going to take a 1,000, multiply it by 58.5 cents, there's your deduction. Again, for 2022, the mileage rate for January through June is 58.5 cents, and July through December is 62.5 cents per mile. Now, with this method, you cannot deduct other expenses related to the vehicle. So things like maintenance or depreciation, repairs, gas, things like that. You cannot deduct those at all. You just get the mileage deduction. Now, one thing you can still deduct is parking, tolls, and interest expense if you purchase the vehicle and you have a loan on it. Now, note, if you use your vehicle for business less than 50% of the time, you must use the mileage deduction. So if you have a vehicle that's in your personal name and you only use it 20% for business, you have to use the mileage deduction. Now, let's look at the actual method. Now, for the actual method, you're going to take all the expenses. So you take your business use percentage. Remember what percentage of that vehicle is used for business. In our example earlier, we had 80%. And you're going to multiply that by all the total actual expenses for the vehicle. So these are going to be things like loan interest if you own it, depreciation if you own the vehicle, your lease payment if you lease it, fuel registrations, car washing, repairs, maintenance, insurance, all those items. So you're going to add up all of those costs, all of those actual expenses for that vehicle, multiply it by your business use percentage, and that's going to be your deduction. Now, this method does tend to complicate things slightly, but it's also where depreciation comes in play. Now, if you use the actual expense method, you cannot also use the mileage deduction. It's one or the other. So you either pick mileage or actual. So what we often tell clients and people in our tax minimization program is put a spreadsheet together and see what option is going to give you a better deduction. You can use the mileage or actual method, whether you lease or purchase a vehicle. So just keep that in mind. Now, there are some things that you need to consider. If you have a leased vehicle, once you pick a method, you have to stick with it for the life of the lease. So you can choose actual or mileage, but once you pick that method, you need to stick with that method for the life of the lease. If you have a purchase vehicle, if you choose the actual method in year one, 
you must continue with that in future years. If mileage method is selected in year one, you can switch to the actual method in future years, but you need to use straight line depreciation. So just some kind of key things to think about when we're looking at lease or purchase and how we determine that method. Now, remember, when disposing of a purchased vehicle, you're either going to have a gain or loss depending on your basis in that vehicle. Your basis is basically just your purchase price less any kind of depreciation. So I want people to consider this when we are taking these deductions, that there is going to be a gain or loss if we're using depreciation on a purchase vehicle. So let's go through a quick example, just kind of illustrate this, and then we're going to dive into depreciation. So the example is, let's say you purchased a $75,000 vehicle and you depreciated all of it, all $75,000. Your basis in that vehicle is going to be $0. If you then sold that vehicle for $45,000, you're going to have a gain of $45,000 because you have zero basis in it. So just remember, if you're purchasing a vehicle in the business, taking full depreciation, just remember when you sell that vehicle, there might be some some gain or potentially a loss depending on your basis in there. So let's talk about depreciation. How does depreciation of a business vehicle work? Now, a while back, We put together a full blog post and small business tax savings podcast episode on this topic. So I'm going to recommend that you check that out within the show notes. There's a link to it, but it was an article that we posted. So what do I need to know about purchasing, deducting, and depreciating a business vehicle? However, I do want to kind of summarize some of the key points from that article. The first key point is GVWR matters. So what is GVWR? It stands for Gross Vehicle Weight Rating. And the big thing to know is whether that vehicle's GVWR is over or under 6,000. Now, there's various depreciation methods available. There's bonus depreciation, there's section 179 expensing, there's maker's depreciation, there's straight line depreciation. So there's a lot of different depreciation methods that you can choose from. And it really depends on what you want to take advantage, how much depreciation you want in that first year, in in those early years. If you have a new or used vehicle with a GVWR of more than 6,000 pounds, then you have the option to write off 100% of your business costs with bonus depreciation. So if the GVWR of that vehicle is 6,000 pounds or more, or more than 6,000 pounds, you can write off 100% of of the business costs with bonus depreciation with a couple key factors. You need to buy it and place it in service before year end. So That is a great benefit if you need a business vehicle. Now, one thing I always say, clients ask this all the time, I would never advise you to go out and buy a business vehicle for a tax deduction. But if you need a business vehicle, if you need a new business vehicle, this is a great opportunity now here in 2022 to use bonus depreciation to get a big deduction for it. So as of current law, bonus depreciation in 2022 is 100%. But starting in 2023, it's going to go down 20% and another 20% in 2024. So bonus depreciation in 2022 is 100%. If you buy a vehicle with a GVWR of more than 6,000 pounds, you have the option to use 100% bonus depreciation here in 2022. If you did that same purchase in 2023, the max bonus depreciation in year one would be $80,000. Also, one thing to remember is bonus depreciation is optional but it will give you the highest depreciation in year one, especially in tax year 2022. So 
this idea of bonus depreciation and it kind of starting to go down in future years makes bonus depreciation really attractive here still in 2022. Now, if your newer used vehicle has a GVWR of 6,000 pounds or less, you can write off up to 19,200 in 2022. Again, if you buy it and place it in service before year end. So if you want the vehicle deduction this year, you need to both purchase it and put it in service. Now, put in service just means that you're driving it at least one business mile before 1231. So putting it in service and buying it is, is pretty easy. You can even do it pretty late in the year. Again, if you want to learn more about the depreciation options and what it may look like for your specific car, check out our previous blog post and podcast episode, which are going to be in the show notes for you to look at. So that is kind of the summary, what we really wanted to go through and the questions that we kind of go through when we're talking with a client, talking with a member of our tax organization program about buying a vehicle in their business. So let's do some final takeaways. Let's kind of do a summary, wrap up what we've talked about. You need to first decide if you're going to lease or purchase a vehicle. We went through some questions to ask yourself that might help make a decision of, does buying or does leasing this vehicle make more sense to me? Once you've made that decision, determine if you're going to put it under your business or your personal name. If the majority of use is going to be business, generally we'd say, put it under the business. And vice versa, if the majority of the use is going to be personal, Put it under your personal name and use an accountable plan so that you can get that business deduction still. So once you decide that, you're going to need to decide if you're going to use the mileage or actual method for the deduction. Now, one thing to keynote to think about here is that if business use is less than 50%, you must use the mileage method. If business use is 50% or more, you can use the mileage or actual method. And one important thing to talk about when we're talking about everything we're talking about here today is always keep a mileage log to prove the business use, to prove that business deduction. Think of this as, as kind of your extra receipt. We want to be doing that now. So if the IRS comes knocking down the road, we can just say, here's our log. Here's our support. We know it's a 100% business vehicle, or we know it's a 80% because here is our log for it. Even if it is a 100% business use vehicle, you should be keeping a mileage log to help back up that business purpose and that business expense should the IRS ever come knocking. If you're using the actual expenses, be sure that you're tracking all of the related expenses associated with the vehicle. You do not want to miss out on things even like a car wash, even things like maintenance. You want to make sure you're tracking all of that. Now, when it comes to depreciation, there are various options available for depreciation, but just keep in mind, 2022 is the last year under current law to utilize 100% bonus depreciation on vehicles with a GVWR of more than 6,000 pounds. So those are hopefully some good takeaways. And remember, once the calendar rolls over to the new year, once 1-1-2023 hits, the majority of tax planning opportunities get tossed out the window. You have time now. Take a couple hours to strategize and implement some of these strategies that we're talking about so that you know when you file your tax return, you're paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. This is just one episode we're going to be going through as we finish out the year, things you can be doing now to make sure that 2022, you're paying the least amount in taxes legally possible. I hope that was helpful. I hope that helps answer some of the questions about how do you write off a business vehicle? What are some things that you need to be thinking about? And I want to encourage you to tune in to future episodes as we kind of finish out the year here with some year-end strategies. And also, if you still feel like you have a high tax liability, 
check out our tax minimization program that is built specifically for business owners to learn the strategies that they can implement to make sure that they every year pay the least amount in taxes as legally possible. You can find out more about that at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to another episode, and I will see you next week when we continue this discussion of tax savings, especially as it comes to year end. Just remember, once 1231, the clock turns over, strategies, the majority of tax strategies are done for this year. So thanks again for listening. I will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review and share with other business owners. You can find previous episodes and more information at www.taxsavingspodcast.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.